Now to discuss the future of the American economy, I'd like to welcome in Samuel Gregg, Distinguished Fellow in Political Economy at the American Institute for Economic Research and author The Next American Economy, which is set to be released on October 18th. Congratulations on your new book. We're looking forward to seeing more about that. What is uh, the focus here of the book and why now? Well, thanks very much for having me on, Nicole. The focus of the book, as the title suggests, is that we've got to be thinking about <clears throat> what's going to be coming forward in terms of the future of the American economy. At the moment, of course, we're very focused on some very immediate problems. We're looking at things like inflation. We're looking at things like the disruptions to supply chains. We're looking to some of the real geopolitical challenges that are confronting the United States right now. And all of that has e economic implications. But there's also some long-term factors that we need to be paying attention to. We need to be paying attention to the fact, for example, that we're becoming a less competitive economy. In competition, as you know, you don't have sufficient competition. That means less productivity. You get inflexibility in your markets. And essentially, you start to fall behind the rest of the world. We're also becoming less entrepreneurial, and that's a concern because on the one hand, America remains the most entrepreneurial economy in the world. The problem is that's because other economies are becoming less entrepreneurial. So everywhere across the world, entrepreneurship is in a state of decline. And there's lots and lots of obstacles to that in America that exist today. And we need to have an honest and open conversation about what those obstacles are and how we get beyond them. Another factor I think we have to consider, and this is less an economic one and what you might call a cultural one, is that Americans are losing confidence in markets and in capitalism. And it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or where you sit on the political spectrum. It's fascinating to see in a poll after poll after poll, declining confidence in the basic mechanisms and even the basic goodness of what we call American capitalism. And it's not just among young people. Young people have had declining confidence in capitalism really since the 2008 financial crisis. But we're seeing now across the political spectrum in virtually all segments of society, growing lack of confidence that American capitalism is the way forward. We also have need to have a serious discussion about the, the degree to which we have drifted away from some very strong American economic traditions whether it's things like entrepreneurship, whether it's things like competition, or whether it's our dynamic trading approach to the world. All these things, all the indices indicate that we are in big trouble on all these particular areas. And that's going to require policy changes. It's going to require political changes. And also it's going to require some big changes in the way we think about economic life as a whole. We need to think about what our values are, what we think is important, what's the purpose of business, how does commerce fit in with the rest of society? All these questions, I think, are very much up for grabs right now. And I think Americans, again, wherever you sit on the political spectrum, are struggling to come up with good answers to these questions. And so part of my book involves explaining how we got into this situation. And then the second half is really about how we get out of it, how we get entrepreneurship back, how we become a much more competitive economy, and how we rethink and revisit our approach to trade so that it becomes much more dynamic and even open than it already is. 
Okay, well, when I listen to this, it's very troubling as a parent. My mother always says, my grandchildren, I'm so worried about my grandchildren, as she should be. Um, to your point, the lack of competition and the lack of interest in competition or entrepreneur, to be entrepreneurial. Um, the, you know, they vilify businesses rather than, you know, making them the villains rather than saying, look, you know, they're working hard to try and have sustainability, to hire more diversity, to contribute to their community, things like that. And we are seeing changes in businesses for the better in that way. But the big picture here is you think that monetary policy is that the Fed is doing is short term fixes. Fiscal policy, we know they've just been dishing it out. Some needed, some not. I don't know if you know if it's all needed. So at this point now, what do we do with our money? How do we grow and change this this country? How do you kick the labor market into gear to be more competitive, to have more desire to work hard, to win against other countries, to make America the best? Well, you mentioned monetary policy, and that is obviously a big issue in the United States today. And it's not just the fact that we've got the worst inflation rates since 1980. We're really talking about the fact that the Federal Reserve has been asleep at the wheel for quite some time. And we need to get back to what Federal Reserves, what central banks really should be about, which is, of course, price stability. That's what you have central banks for. And I worry that we're loading up central banks with all sorts of tasks that are better handled by the fiscal authorities. I think too often we turn to central banks to get us out of problems that they're not actually equipped to deal with. So that's the first thing. The second thing I think is when it comes to entrepreneurship and competition, we desperately need deregulation. Those deregulation, excessive regulation is what is hurting us in terms of discouraging entrepreneurs from starting new businesses. And it's regulation that's making it harder and harder for new entrants into different economic sectors. We should also talk about the problem of crony capitalism, this very unhealthy relationship between, on the one hand, large established businesses and legislators who do each other's favors. And it's very clear that much of the regulatory system is designed uh, in Congress, in lots of, let's call them smoke-filled back rooms, to basically make it harder for new entrepreneurs a new entrance into the competitive into competitive markets to have their place in the sun. And so deregulation has got to be part of the way that we're going forward. The last thing I'll say is we need to have much more confidence in the basic goodness, the basic rightness of living in a commercial society like America is supposed to be. You mentioned the, the sort of lack of confidence, people being cynical, people becoming disinterested in what's going on in the economy. I think that's partly because many people working in business have a basic crisis of confidence about the essential goodness of what they do, that producing profit is a good thing, that realizing shareholder value is a good thing, and that these are the things that business should be focused upon, because if they don't focus on it, I can assure you, no one else will. And that's the purpose of business. Remember, the purpose of business is not sort of some cosmic justice. The purpose of business is to produce a profit, to produce shareholder value, because yeah. that's how yeah. people get jobs, wages. They can buy a house. They can get financial assets. Until we restore confidence in what business is supposed to be about, these policy changes will matter. But unless we have that major cultural mind shift, I fear our grandchildren are going to have a very difficult future.
Yeah. And by the way, I was quoting you to have that conversation, right? You said less competition in our economy. You talked about productivity falling, less entrepreneurship, a loss of confidence in the markets and capitalism. And this isn't everybody. This is some people. But it's that's the beginning right. of a change, and that's how you go from capitalism to something else, like socialism well, exactly or something. Right. But exactly I, I understand. Right. I understand what you're saying, and um, we have to leave it there. And uh, I believe much. in our great country. Samuel, Greg, thank you. Distinguished fellow, political economy at the American Institute for Economic Research, and the author. You can check out his new book, The Next American Economy.